Welcome to the Encompassing Podcast, a show where two lifelong friends talk about things that lifelong friends talk about. I'm Barrett, and this is Pearson, and welcome to episode nine. Episode nine. Uh, yeah. How have things been going on in, in your world over the past been, week? It's been pretty good. Uh, I've been extremely tired for some reason. I uh, thought I was getting sick, but I'm not. Um, but what I have been doing, and I wanted to tell you about this, have you, and I assume you have because it's the type of thing that you and me both tend to like. Have you, You've seen the British show Taskmaster, right? I think I've seen bits and pieces. So you've seen like clips of it? Okay. Yeah. So James Acaster, who's a British comedian who I really like, I knew he was on Taskmaster. And so I was trying to watch some of the clips, and then I found out that they have a YouTube thing to where all of it, except for like the last two years, seasons, they've released, or the last two series, I think they do more than one a year, they've released like 12 full seasons on YouTube. And so I am like currently four and a half seasons in over the last week, uh, or week and a half. It's so funny to me, um, you know people getting really a task that you can interpret in tons of different ways. And uh, I don't know. I find it freaking hilarious. Yeah. I'll definitely have to have to look at it. That YouTube channel. Uh, me and my girlfriend started a, started a show on Netflix. That's called. Uh, I totally forgot the name for it. Uh, the ultimatum. That's what it's called. Okay. It's called oh. the ultimatum. It's actually like, good so it's a weird concept but we were just like cracking up at it because basically it's it's a couple uh it's a guy and a girl on on each side on each team there's like five of them or or more i don't know but one of them has issued an ultimatum for their partner that says either you marry me or we break up yeah and so they took them all onto this game show and so now they have to date other people for three weeks. The other people in the group, yeah. they have to live in the same house and date someone else for three weeks. And then afterwards, see if they really want to get married, um, which is absolutely bonkers to me. Wild stuff. I, I saw it, right? It was kind of following the whole love is blind craze. And the right. uh, too hot to handle those type, de- you know. Uh, it was I watched that one ne- too. That one was awful. Which one? Too hot to handle or Love is yeah. Blind? No, I, I watched Too Hot to Handle. It was awful. Yes, uh, Love and Blind is a little bit more serious, a little bit more. But Too Hot to Handle and that Ultimatum. I only watched one episode of the Ultimatum. Are both like I watch them to laugh at how ridiculous it is. If that makes sense. But I feel bad, like. I haven't watched the ultimatum completely yet because like you said, you watched it with your girlfriend. Like I want to watch it with, with somebody else. Cause if I'm just watching it by myself, it feels like I've gone off the deep end into reality television. I need someone I, to laugh with me. I, we, we watched it and we're just amazed by one girl on there that was like, she was basically like, Oh yeah. You know, my boyfriend told me that he wants to get married. And most of the people that, that were that were issuing the ultimatum were the, the females. There was one male that issued an ultimatum. Good and his him. girlfriend, <laughs> right, his <laughs> girlfriend 
uh, didn't want to get married yet or whatever. But immediately, as soon as they get to meet the other couples, it, it's a flash cut to her. And she's like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, wow, he's sexy. And then, <laughs> the, and then like she walked up to him and started like flirting with him. And she was like, I just love when the intimacy is deeper and then like winked at him in front of her boyfriend. And I was flabbergasted at, at how just wild. I don't think any of them should be together. <laughs> uh, if you're willing to go on this show. And, yeah, and let exactly. Your, yeah. Let your partner date someone else, sleep in the same house. Like, for three weeks, that's insane to me. But we're we'll not watch super far in. We're only about we're only about two or three episodes in. We were gonna watch a little bit more last night, but uh, I took a shower. I was, right, I, I was getting out of the shower, and uh, my girlfriend was playing video games on my Xbox, and she was like, "Why is it doing this?" And it's like not connected to the internet i was like oh we might just have to like reset the xbox that didn't work we were like oh we might just have to reset the router so we went to reset the router and that didn't work either so i'm fiddling with these with this router and these cords and everything for about an hour and a half maybe two hours that i'm sitting here doing this uh trying to figure out what's wrong with it and I was like, hmm, maybe I'll look. We have Spectrum. I was like, maybe I'll look and see if Spectrum is down. And I looked up and Spectrum has been like having outages all week all across the country. Hmm. Um, like some people have gone days without Internet access because Spectrum has just been down randomly. And luckily we got it back this morning. But like last night I was I was there were reports coming in from like Wisconsin and Brooklyn, like that their internet was down, that spectrum is down spectrums, you know, like we are aware of this problem. Please let us know your, your location so we can better blah, blah, blah. So we can fix it quicker. Yeah. It hasn't gone down here. Um, I wonder my parents live closer to you. I wonder if theirs went out. Um, Cause mine hasn't gone down. At least not that I know spectrum. Of uh yeah so do i wow yeah uh usually it's it's all right but um it just it went down and we were without internet and grace was so upset because she wanted to watch uh the ultimatum but like speaking of reality shows i i fancy myself a connoisseur of reality shows uh, of reality shows i love to laugh at reality shows they're so funny. Me and my, uh, <clears throat> you know what you sound me, like. You sound what? like someone that's like, I'm a functioning alcoholic. Like I don't really like to drink, but I just like just like the social aspects. <laughs> right. It, it it feels like an addiction because I'll go and I'll see a new one and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I gotta see that one. That one's gotta be hilarious. And then I realize maybe I just like reality television. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, but me and my girlfriend and uh, one of my buddies watched the watched this one called F Boy Island. And it was basically these dudes, um, these dudes that were either 
an F boy or they were either a nice guy, but nobody knew who was who they came in and the girls had to date with them and talk to them and, and figure out and pick one to date at the end of it and figure out who was an F boy. And so when they get, and, and I'm not, I'm not like censoring the word or anything like they literally, they say F boy. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole thing. It's called F boy Island. And, uh, and so if you go like when they get eliminated, they admit whether they were an F boy or just like, or a nice guy. And <clears throat> if you're basically, there's something like $10,000 or whatever. Um, and if you're an F boy, they said at the beginning, they said, if you're an F boy, you and you trick the girl and you were just all in it for the money, then you get the $10,000 and you get to leave. Um, if you're a nice guy, you split the $10,000 with the, with the girl that picked you and <clears throat> you guys can use it for, for whatever you want to. And we watched through the whole season in a night. And in one night, <clears throat> in one night, we watched the whole first season and uh, if, you, if you plan on seeing F-Boy Island and, and you're listening to this, just skip ahead like, like two minutes or something. Um, but, but essentially, at the end, this girl, it, she's talking to a guy who is obviously a nice guy, like obviously a nice dude. And uh, <clears throat> she's like, yeah, but I really like this other guy. And this other guy got caught cheating on the island like on the island he got caught dming another girl like who he said was his girlfriend and they exposed him and she still and she picked him at the end and he took him and he went home that's what i thought but they go are you an f f boy are you a nice guy and he was like i'm an f boy i'm only in here for the money and so and the the girl that was like presiding over the entire thing, basically the host, uh, she was like, well, I've got a little surprise for you. We're actually giving all the money to this girl and we're sending you home on a wooden boat. What? Right. Just, I was just... like, I was like, that was their goal. They came in here <laughs> to get, to win money by tricking <laughs> these girls he did and it. He won. He won. And then they didn't give him the money. And they made him look like so bad. But that's what you asked for. Yeah. I if would... it was full of nice guys, then what? Like, what's yeah. the point? I, I that's why, like, I would imagine that, like, in that situation, that girl owes him $10,000 because she should get penalized 10000 for knowing that he was an F boy and yet still choosing him. And she did. And it was absolutely like scally wonkers. <laughs> like it was crazy. That sounds like a reality show TV Hold show, on. like change up the rules at the very end. Yeah, I, I just don't understand. I just don't understand the the point of having a reality show. And if you do what they told like if you were on wipe out i guess like if you're on yeah. wipe out 
And they were like, complete the course, you get $10,000. And you complete the course. And they're like, we don't like how you completed the course. We're giving the money to your opponent and sending you home on a wooden boat. He won. (laughs) He won the game. She was stupid for picking him. And obviously every, like, we could see as normal people because they're all like, you know, spoiled rich kids yeah, and yeah, like yeah. people that, have, that, that haven't really ever worked or whatever. Um, so we could see from the beginning, we were like, this guy is obviously like, he's not a nice guy. There were some like surprises, but we were like, we knew exactly who it was just from like looking at him and listening to him in the first episode. And the whole time we were, we were just like screaming at the TV. We we're like, no, that was the worst decision you could have possibly made. But to be honest, that was probably the best decision she could have made. Yeah. Because she got $10,000 and national media attention. Yeah. I mean, I feel like even producers had to tell her, right? Producers would be like, hey, if you pick him, you should pick him and, and it's not going to go bad for you. Don't worry. Well, the thing is, like, there's a second season. And I don't know how they're possibly going to make a second season if now all the the people that sign up to be F-boys just know the trick at the end. Um, But regardless, the the show is canceled. (laughs) That's like the, the, the too hot to handle, right? They, like, act like it's some other show. And it's like you feel like people kind of know what they're signing up for more or less at this point. Like you never heard of the show before. And I mean, maybe you're thinking it's uh, okay. Too hot to handle is the one where they like, they have to like, they can't like touch each other or like kiss each other. Yeah. And they're, they're all together. They're like, and every time they do, it's, it's so weird. the, The funny thing. Yeah. The reveals at the beginning, when they get revealed that this is too hot to handle, it's not actually lover's paradise or, you know, teen vacation, whatever crap they were saying. It's uh, it's right. always funny because they're all like, oh, this is that. Like, except for the first season, the rest of them like knew the show. Right. They were like, oh, is that show? And it's like, I think you had an inkling it might have been that show when you signed up. Also, it's very like, I don't, it, it feels, the air feels weird when they're all together and they're like, they're like, oh, look at this hottie right here. And then the, oh, yeah. the dude's like, mm, mm, like, like their it's first meet. Yeah, it's so weird, man. Reality television is is so weird. I do like the competition realities. Uh, Forged and Fire. I love watching Forged and Fire. I watch Forged and Fire. Uh, but, basically, they just forge weapons. See if they'll uh, see which one's best. I'm telling you, go watch Taskmaster and let me know if you like it. Yeah, I'll definitely have to do that. I think uh I think I think Force and Fire is probably my favorite, but uh I watched the Is It Cake one. Yeah, I watched friend. some of the Is It Cake. Um I forget who I was watching that with. That that one's it's such a simple concept. It's like and I don't like the uh the SNL guy that hosts it. I'm not a fan of right. his. It's so cringy, but Netflix basically just throwing crap at the wall. Hey, um, I agree. I think uh, is it cake was was when I realized there's they were just throwing cra- yeah see- yeah because the first episode made me the most upset because there's this guy and they're all sitting there and they're making cakes and they have to make one 
that doesn't look fake or that looks like uh the real thing like it looks like a boot or something like that yeah um and this this guy had to make tacos and he had to make uh he had to make a taco a cake that looked like a taco mm-hmm. and what he did was he he chopped up little like pieces of gelatin red gelatin there did we watch cubes. this together we did watch this together well, you had already seen it and you you were telling me we it was about it. to get bad that's the only one episode i watched was with you because you were very upset that the guy uh use what did he use real tomatoes was that it no he chopped up the fake tomatoes and put them in the real taco so it looked fake and then when the judges had to look to see which one was cake they were like uh those to- those are not tomatoes that just looks like gelatin on top so that's the that's the cake and they were like no ha 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 you got it wrong <laughs> and no one says anything the internet kind of no went one... off but no one on the show acknowledged it they put it in the edit they knew what happened no one acknowledges the fact that he put gelatins on the real taco to make it look fake so the judges would be fooled so so why don't i just cut up pieces of cake and put it on the real ones yeah put some crumbs and... around it or something yeah that was dumb that was dumb i do remember that now that you're talking about it yeah reality television is going down netflix originals are also going down uh there was one that i was watching that i liked but i can't remember what it was so i get this 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 whole little build-up i'm having is pointless yep i don't know um who's doing uh the last of us is that hbo Uh, or netflix i think that's hbo max and uh i've heard it was great i've heard it broke the video game stigma uh the video game movie stigma yeah, I heard so too. I haven't watched it, but I heard it was good. But it, it is hard when you take a video game or when you take a, a cartoon or an animated thing and try to make it live action, try to make it a TV show or whatever. It, it usually ends poorly. Yeah, it, um, no, yeah, it does. Um, like the av- I remember the Avatar movie. Um, man, I remember distinctly. Awful, awful. I remember distinctly in your like in your house or mm-hmm. in your parents house we used to watch avatar all the time yeah um avatar last, was great yeah. so my cousin introduced me to avatar last airbender and i used and i was like oh that's some kind of kid show um but my cousin my brother and him loved it and then i started enjoying it and i probably watched it five six times like everybody else it's right. so good and the movies were so bad Speaking of movies, right. did you uh, did you get a chance to watch The Princess and the Frog? Since we I last did spoke? get a chance to watch The Princess and the Frog. So I ask you, um, I, I just I just wanted you to know your opinion. I mean, I know that we kind of uh, we we got some other people's opinions, and and, I, and I'll be honest, I didn't find time to watch Mulan. I did watch Encanto though, so I'm down one movie. I was supposed to watch what Encanto, Mulan, and something else. Raya, Raya. Oh, but yeah. Um, so what were your thoughts on print on tiana okay so this is the thing i liked princess and the frog my girlfriend as soon as i as soon as i left uh where i'm recording and i went inside i was like well gracie you know i have to watch the princess and the frog uh for this bracket and she was like "Ah!" and she was so excited she ran to the room and she, oh, she landed, ran to the living room and just put it on. And she was like, okay, you ready? 
I was like, hold up, let me like get a shower and like get yeah. some food first. And so we watched we watched the movie. I thought it was great. My favorite so character good. was Ray. Ray's great. Ray's great. Ray, like legitimately, I think I cried at the end. Um, when Ray dies. Yeah. I mean, spoiler, but if you haven't seen it, you know. Spoiler? Whatever. It came out in, like, 2009. Yeah, I know. That's it's why been 14 I years, but there's no spoiler. The, the statute of limitation runs out after seven years. After seven years, it's not a spoiler anymore. It's You should have seen it if you wanted to see it. Okay, that's fair. But, yeah, when he goes up into the uh, – Yeah. When he goes up into the into the sky with Evangeline, it, it was yeah. very uh, – It was very good, but I took some notes. Okay. Oh. Well, while you're pulling up your notes, I do want to tell you this. I put out a little Yeah, I decided I was going to take notes on them. I put out a little uh, survey on my Instagram just to ask other people's opinions. I only got like four responses. One person said Mulan all the way. One person said Tiana all the way. And then two people were like, "Uh, you really can't decide. Um, They're both great. And so I was like, well, that actually helps me none. Um, I'll be honest with you. I did not watch Mulan. Uh, my girlfriend, I think, said I asked her, and she, those were the two. Like when I was listening off Disney Princess, Cinderella is one of her favorite. But when I was listening them off, she's like, those two are probably right up there. Um, probably the best, except for the fact I just love the Cinderella movie, and I actually don't. And she knows that. I think it's like half Tom and Jerry. But right. oh, one thing I did want to mention to you because it was brought up to me about Cinderella. Now, I don't think this changes anything about the bracket. Moana still wins or or whoever beats Cinderella. Moana or Tiana won the two. But right. we asked why does Cinderella's uh glass slipper, right? Why does that one not turn back? Right. The re- the, at the end when they're trying to put the slipper on Cinderella's foot, um one of the stepmothers breaks it. And so ah. Then they can't put it on her foot, and she's like, "But I have the other one," and she pulls it out. And talk about like a like just a baller move is for them to be like freaking out over this one slipper, and her just pull out the other glass slipper. Now I don't think that would have won Cinderella the, the best prince or moved her even farther along. But Cinderella was more of a baller than I gave her credit for. To have right. just the other glass slipper and be like, "You mean this glass slipper?" And it's like, "Oh no, yeah, she's the one." And then she, that's why she become marries you know, the prince or whatever. But nevertheless, yeah. I did not watch Mulan. <laughs> me and my girlfriend both agree they're probably tied. I think she leans more Tiana like me. But what are your notes? So, so obviously her struggles, uh, the, the biggest scrutiny is a lot of people did not believe that she, uh, that she would be able to open a restaurant. Yeah. She's got a, she's got a friend that helps her along the way. She's a, she's, some blonde girl uh, i did not really like her until until the end i kind of liked her a little bit more yeah um i, I don't know why the friend doesn't help her out more like you the friend's rich you invest in your right. invest in your friend right especially because she gets everything she wants but uh her mom helps her a little bit her mom brings her like food and stuff like that she offers to help so her mom's also you know a support system mm-hmm. um immediately though she wants to do everything on her own you know, that's a point for her being independent. independent uh, her big yeah. goal, her big goal is owning a restaurant. Um, that's the, that's the big conflict is that she wants to, to own a restaurant. I will say she's got a better singing voice than Mulan. Okay. I think she's, I think she's a better singer. That's a point that I gave in her favor. 
Um, the, the things that I think that detracts from her. Um, you said that she kissed the frog to kill the, or to, to help the prince. She did not. Um, why, why'd she kiss the frog? She, she kissed the frog because he offered to get her, her restaurant. Oh, okay. Um, she, she did not do it to, to be nice. All right. Fair enough. Um, so she's trying to when, do her own journey and get the restaurant, which is her, the thing that gave her right. a point to begin with. Um, okay. Fair enough. Another thing. Uh, she did. She she tried to murder the prince uh, when she got turned into a frog. Which I mean, not yeah. a, it's not the best reaction, but it's also not very good to to just grow straight to murder um, when you when you're in a in a situation. Okay. Um, the next point that I think that detracts from her um, in the swamp when the crocodiles are chasing her, she almost let the prince die. Because he said that he was broke and couldn't get her her restaurant. But did she um, let him die? She did not let him die at the very end. She she decided against it. But so she it looks like she that's did. Char- that's the character arc. That's the character arc. That's, you- a, that's a good character arc. Um, the big thing, um, there's two main things that I think that detract from Tiana that makes me think Mulan is better. Tiana did not show bravery. Um, she had she had kind of one shining moment of bravery at the very end um, when she smashes the amulet. Uh, I guess it was brave of her to stick her tongue out and catch it and, and break the amulet. That was sort of brave. But the rest of the movie, she does not show any sort of bravery. I counted. I, I made sure because uh, you said it was it was brave for her to like be in the swamp and fight. So I made sure to 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 look at all the times that she went out of her way uh, to be brave or help anybody. Okay. Um, and I think there was one which was at the very end uh, when she goes to when she goes to smash the amulet. But every time that they're being chased or Ray is captured, she's running in the opposite direction. Uh, there were, there were three times that they were chased in that movie, uh, three times where Ray was in danger and they were not, uh, she, she did not go to help him at all. Um, she ran the other way out of fear. Um, all right. So she's, and, she, she's and, not as brave as I thought anything, anything besides the bravery. Cause I do have one point I want to make about Mulan. Uh, the biggest thing is at the very end. Uh, she did what made me dislike her the most. You dislike Tiana was the most? Out, n- just, not out of oh, everybody. Okay, okay. I, like, I see what you're saying. It was the like, thing that she did that made me dislike her the most. Gotcha. Is when she gets angry and tells Ray that Evangeline isn't real. Um, that Evangeline isn't made real, Barrett. Me angry. Did you, do you, that made uh, me do you, so. Barrett. Are you Angry. aware that Evangeline isn't real? In the context of the movie, it seems that she is. I, I'm pretty sure she's just a star. But that was the meanest thing. Like, you don't like if someone's grandma is dead. Yes, their grandma is dead, but you don't have to go up to them and be like, "Your grandma's dead." Like, it. it yeah, but if they were like that, was if they were like this anger. cat. If they were like this cat is my grandma, 
you could look at him and be like, that cat's not your grandma. It, she was infinitely mean. She yelled at him, okay. uh, explaining to explaining to him that Evangeline wasn't real. It made me very upset. Um, no, I, so I, I think I, I you're still I gonna go with Mulan. Mulan. I'm still gonna go with Mulan. I think she chose. Can I ask the one uh, question about Mulan? Is there any her. points in Mulan's story to where she ever? Um, takes anger out on people or gets upset at the situation or fails because for Milan to have a character arc, she has to fail at some point, or is it literally just not being able to live up to the soldier? And that's when they do, I'll make a man out of you. Uh, I, I think she had, she had moments. Uh, I, I can't remember, remember exactly. Uh, okay. I didn't watch that movie. I was planning on it. And then I just kind of forgot until today, but. Uh, Fair enough. I'll I give it. That... I'll let you have Milan. If you can look past one thing, and this is the thing that was brought up when me and Ashley were doing some more research. So showing her where we got this list of princesses from, because we were chosen. That's not why Anna and Elsa weren't on there. Um, when Anna and Elsa are on there, because they're queens at one point, you can't be a queen and a princess at the same time. The official list of Disney princesses that we went off of had Mulan listed as a princess. And in Mulan's description, it says this. Mulan is the only Disney princess that is not an actual Wait for it. Princess. Correct. Mulan um, th- well, is I, not a princess. To be fair, to be fair, Pocahontas is not a princess either. She's the daughter of the chief. She's not a princess. But the daughter of okay, if you equate chief to king, then yes. I don't they might not, they might, they might if not. I'm the daughter of the CEO of Apple, I'm not a prince. You could be I'm labeled just, by the tabloids as the Prince of Apple. You, you see, you see, so it's not, yes, you're not actually a prince, but and it's he, the chief's not actually a king, but it's just different terminology. You would argue he has control over a, a tribe and that normally those are passed down through lineage. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a hereditary secession. What was, uh, wait, what was Cinderella? Was her dad a uh, nope, king? but she married a prince, which makes her a princess. Same Mulan thing, same married thing with the, Mulan married the uh, the general's son. Yep, uh, general is not a king. If you equate I'm, general to king, wait, no, you couldn't. And I'm not saying you could equate CEO to king, but I'm saying that you could. Okay, we have. We don't have a princess in America. We have a first daughter, but it's still not a hereditary secession, right? That that doesn't equate. CEO doesn't equate. Um, general doesn't equate. But you have a hereditary secession of a place of power, kind of like a monarch, just in Native American culture. I think that there. I think that there. You know, as far as Disney is concerned, Mulan is a Disney princess. But I will concede that she is not a princess so here this is my um, question to you do you have to be a princess to be the best disney princess no because disney princess is different okay. than a princess disney princess is a title rather than being a description of what it actually is uh like i in my opinion i think on an or at least uh elsa should have been on the list um okay. I think um, I think uh, a lot of people should have probably been on the list. 
they weren't, but I think that the way that it turned out ended out how it was going to be regardless. Yeah. Of whether I we think could. we're going to come down to these two, no matter what, if Tiana had not married the prince in the end, but was still considered a Disney princess, would that be a knock against her? Would you have brought that if up? She, honestly, probably no, probably not because I, okay. I mean, you could have said the same thing about, uh, about Mulan. So like, I mean, is that an egg? Are you holding an egg? It's a little rubber egg. Yeah. Okay, I Dude, I was so confused. My dad saw these little rubber eggs. eggs at his store, and I was juggling them, and so now I have like two of them here at the house. So I'm just playing interesting. With them. <laughs> but yeah, it was a uh, well. I'll uh, give. Our, our I don't want to give it to. I don't want to give it to Milan. What did he say? Did he give an opinion? He did. I. Uh, it's the same guy. He he's watched all the streams. He was very angry about uh, picking Tiana over. Our, he was very angry about about Tiana being there, um, even in contention with Mulan. And has he watched The Princess and the Frog? He has. Tiana is. He was dope. telling me about it. She and that's honestly part of it. And, I, and I'll give it this because it's the same thing I did against Cinderella. Part of it is you base it a little bit on the movie, if that makes sense. Is right. like if the movie's really good, it helps. Like Cinderella right. wasn't that great of a movie, um, and, in my opinion. And I think The Princess and the Frog was a great movie. It was great. one of the best Disney movies. One of the great. Um, okay, but well, we'll, yeah, let, I mean, we'll let Mulan win. Hey, I think Mulan going up into the uh, into into the tournament champions is going to be really big. I, I do think it'll be a nice uh, it, it'll be a nice tournament. Regardless, speaking, speaking of champions, were you watching the game? Tuesday night. Uh, I watched it. Obviously, I watched the, the big part. So for any of you that don't know, LeBron James, um, arguably the greatest basketball player of all time, no longer arguably the greatest scorer of all time. He is in the record book as the greatest scorer of all time as he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most points scored in the uh, regular season of the in NBA history. Um, the number was like 38,000 and something, and he needed 36 points on Tuesday night to pass it. He scored 38 and uh went down the record books. And right. something that I'm not saying it will never be broken because I hate to say that because that's what they said about Kareem. But Kareem stood for almost 40 years, and when we look at the record books, the next nine people are not even active. The the next right. highest person that's active, I want to say, is Kevin Durant at like twenty eight thousand. He would need or twenty six thousand. He would need like twelve thousand more points. Um, right, and that kind of uh, that kind of reminds me of Wayne Gretzky in a way. Yeah. Um. He he's so dominant in his sport that the next closest people aren't even close. Mm-hmm. That's uh, so. And, you know. It was a nice moment for LeBron. Uh, they said it was like a playoff atmosphere. They had over 200 credential media members there. Um, everyone, every time LeBron got the ball, everyone was on their feet. The one thing that upset me is watching it, watching everyone has their phones out during uh, – I'm an right. old man at heart, right? Just enjoy the moment. Right. It's literally encapsulated on 4K video that is on YouTube like 30 seconds after it happens. You don't need to capture it on your on your iPhone from row 40. That doesn't make any sense. 
Just I think enjoy the, 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 the bigger part of that, the bigger part of that is they want to show people that they saw it. It doesn't matter. Take a take a selfie. You you telling me they didn't post any other thing other than that one video? All they had to do is post any picture that they were there. The celebration right, right after. Pull I, your phone out afterwards and take a picture. I, and I, and I ran into this the same thing. I went to um, when the Braves won the World Series. The Atlanta Braves won the World Series in twenty twenty one. Me and my grandmother went to the National League Championship Series, which is the game. The game six that if they win that game, they go to the World Series. We were there, and I was right. going to pull up my phone for that last final out. And I was like, you know what? Let me just enjoy it. So me and her just stood up, and we watched, and we cheered with everybody. But it's like just taking the moment. And guess what? Anytime I want to watch that, I can go back. I can watch highlights of that game, and I get chills because I was there. Um, I also get chills right. just because I like the Braves. But so I don't know. Put your phones away. But it's cool to see LeBron pass the record despite what our fantasy football group chat has been saying about you know the fact that this is worthless because I think they're all haters. I, I muted it. Um, <laughs> I muted it too. I, Matt, I, I just open it up and read it. And sometimes it makes me so angry that I respond. And sometimes I just, I let it go. But they were like, he's not, he's not even that good of a score. Kareem was better. I'm like, actually, LeBron is definitively better. He's, he scored more points. Um, I read, uh, I read some of your responses in there. Otherwise, I li- I literally haven't read the rest. I think I read uh, the thing when they were talking about the three point era. Can um, I say Can I say my piece on that real quick? Yeah, yeah, I read it, but yeah. Totally. Okay, so the three point line. Again, Kareem did not. He played in a time where he couldn't shoot three pointers. He didn't shoot three pointers. He couldn't shoot. Didn't shoot. It doesn't matter. For the last ten of Kareem's twenty year career, the three point line was instituted. He just chose not to shoot them. Be a trendsetter. Change the game. You want more points? You want to get there faster? Shoot a three. He took 18 attempts in 10 years. He made one. For reference, in Shaq's 18, 19 years, he shot 22 attempts and made one. He's just a different position. He played a different position, so he scored no three-pointers. And that's okay. Michael Jordan scored far more three-pointers. He didn't score uh, an exorbitant amount. He didn't even score as many as LeBron. Um, not even close because it was a different era. But still, that doesn't mean you can't shoot a three-pointer. It means you chose not to shoot a three-pointer. That's not a knock on LeBron. That's a knock on you. Just right. I had to I, say that. And I think uh, – I get this a lot. I don't watch a lot of basketball. Um, I watch some basketball. I watch good moments and, and whatever. I watch a lot, a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, 99% of my day is probably me having football somewhere around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I got into a conversation with somebody the other day. Um, and they're telling me that Jerry Rice is probably not the best receiver of all time. Um, Who this thing is? This is something that... It, who this this is, is? I don't remember Megatron. I think it was Megatron, Calvin Johnson. Ah. Um, and this Wrong. is their this is Wrong. their well, this is their point. Was that the era oh. I, when I tell you this, you're gonna know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh they said the era that Jerry Rice played in was not as pass heavy and they didn't have as good of quarterback or cornerbacks um 
and 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 I just don't have a think seizure. The, I don't think that the NFL has as big as eras as the as the NBA does. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far, but what I would say is if you're gonna say it's not a pass heavy era, so they don't have good cornerbacks, right? A good secondary. So that's why he's able to catch all these balls. It also means you're in an era where they don't pass the ball as much. Legitimately. And if you're a receiver, how do you accrue stats? How do you accrue touchdowns? You have to catch a passed ball. Like what that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The dumbest, as well as the fact of her lot of things, as well as the fact that uh, when Jerry Rice played, like they didn't double team him, is what is what was said. Don't care, I don't care. They it didn't matter. Apparently, apparently they didn't double team him as much because they didn't plan for him. Uh, they don't double team. Like, Travis. I think they don't double team Travis Kelsey uh, all the time, and and because Tyree Kill was there, and so that means Travis Kelsey not a good tight end. Like, shut up, shut up! Right. I can't stand. People. Uh, and 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 he'll listen to this. And I know he will. I know he will. I, I love you. I love you, man. But I think I think you're wrong. Um, uh, and that that isn't the first time that I've heard recently. Like like probably in the past month, that isn't the first time that I've heard. Um, X player that plays now would totally demolish X player that played as the greatest of all time in their position. Um, somebody told me Deion Sanders would get uh, would get routed up by some by like, AJ or Devontae or something like that. By like like Kenny Galladay, like that level oh, of player. Oh, like not a good oh, I mean not a great gotcha. Um I just wholeheartedly like I understand there's different eras of sports. I'm aware of that. I understand when Babe Ruth hit that many homers, he was hitting them against literally plumbers. Like, and Babe Ruth looked like a plumber. He was hitting them against people that couldn't throw 100-mile-an-hour fastballs. Um, and, and I get that Michael Jordan and Kareem and Wilt were playing in an in a era but that was different, where they could score more, where it was more physical. And LeBron isn't as physical, maybe. But I do think if LeBron was playing in – I don't even want to go – I almost went in the bear trap. I almost did exactly what they want to do. If LeBron played in that era, this is what would happen. It doesn't matter. You were great in that era, and so you were one of the all-time greats of the sport. And then here, LeBron is great in this era, and he is one of the all-time greats of the sport. And we can argue one, two, three, um, but Kobe listed it as him, Michael, LeBron. That was six years ago on Jimmy Kimmel, but still, I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what era you play in. If you were great, you were great to be able to hit. Right. Because the, the thing is, everyone else around, like, who's to say that they were that there? Michael Jordan was as far above everyone else around him as LeBron was in his prime. Right. So there you go. If If it's, if they're playing against lesser people or they're playing a, a more physical game or whatnot, everyone was playing a more physical game. Like it, the competition is still aligns and how far above, uh, far above you are the rest of the people. Like, and um, I'll go on to say Jerry Rice and Deion Sanders did not play that long ago. Jerry Rice no. was still playing in my lifetime. Deion Sanders was still playing in my lifetime. Yeah, it's, like, and I'm twenty. I'm twenty years old. Yeah, you're about um, to be twenty-one. I don't think, yeah. You excited? I, I'm twenty. 
yeah, I'm pretty excited. But like, you know, I'm, I'm like 20, 20, 21 years old. These players played in my lifetime. I haven't seen the game evolve that much. Yeah. It's not enough to completely discount the greatest uh, wide receiver of all time. Yeah. I can't. Speaking of greats, uh, <laughs> that was a terrible transition because um, he, I, I, I wouldn't put him as one of the greats. Uh, Derek Carr had a quote unquote lengthy meeting with the Saints. Interesting. That is, that is pretty interesting. Meeting today, Thursday is also the NBA trade deadline. I know you don't watch a lot of basketball, but you'll know some of these names. Russell Westbrook was traded away from the Lakers. Right, uh, I knew that. Uh, they're getting D'Angelo Russell back, which was one of their uh, early draft picks several years ago. Um, some other. Oh, I'm about to say there's one more other big one, but. Well, Josh Hart went to the Knicks from the Trailblazers. That's not super big, but the big thing is KD, Kevin Durant went to the Suns. Right, and uh, I, I, Mo Bamba went to the Lakers. Mo Bamba went to the Lakers, even though Mo Bamba hasn't been the, as good as we thought once he entered the league. Um, it is interesting to me the situation the Nets have put themselves in. Um, right. And the Jazz. So the Nets and Jazz, uh, just to briefly – I mean, my Hawks also got uh, Sadiq Bay from the Pistons, mm-hmm. so we finally have a shooter, so that might help us a little bit. Um because we've been struggling from the three-point line. Why James Wiseman went to the Pistons, yada yada yada. There was a few other trades, but I'm not going to go into them. We all oh, and the Kyrie Irving obviously went to the Mavericks. Um, right. I don't remember if that was before last week, so I don't remember if we talked about it. But Kyrie Irving went to the Magic. So the Nets and the Jazz put themselves in a different no. position. Um, they both did the same thing. They both had pretty decent teams, just couldn't go all the way. Um, right. The Nets trade away Katie. And Kyrie Irving, they're two big guys. And they also trade away right. James Harden as well. So they trade away these guys, and they have and they have several draft picks. And they just got Mikhail, Mikkel, uh, 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 Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail. and Yeah, thank you. Mikhail Bridges and several other people. Um, and that new kid, have you seen what the kid on the Nets is doing? I, think uh, I don't think I Cam, have. Is, is it Cam Johnson, I want to say? Uh, I've heard the name, yeah. Okay. Something, so something around Cam, that. I, I wanted to tell you this because I think it is uh, it's pretty interesting. Cam Johnson uh, – or Cam Thomas. It's Cameron Thomas, my bad. So Cam something. It, it's Cameron Thomas. He is basically playing off the bench. He was injured, it looks like, part of the season, according to the game log, because he didn't play that many minutes. He played zero sometimes. Kyrie Irving basically starts sitting because Kyrie is going to go. He and yeah. then they trade away Kyrie, and he puts up or the week the, the few days before he trades away Kyrie, he puts up forty four points. Then they trade away Kyrie and he puts up forty seven points. And then to follow that up, he puts up forty three points against the Phoenix Suns, who just acquired KD. So they might wow. have they might have their uh, one of their next top uh, shooting guards. So. Um, the Jazz are in a similar situation. The Jazz trade away Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Got a lot of picks. Um, got Walker Kessler from Auburn. Got uh, Colin Sexton from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Several people. Both those teams, they're both playing mid right now. But they're playing mid with a really young team and a lot of picks. So it looks like it was a smart move to trade away their two superstars. Assuming they I, can, I think that's where you, you know, want to be, right? Yeah, assuming you can build. I, 
like let's say I, I'll put this into football, something I can understand. <laughs> um, so let's say the Colts, not a very good team, uh, but they have stars. Who? Uh, Darius Leonard, DeForest yep. Buckner, okay. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Mike, even like Michael Pittman, young, but you know, I think I would rather trade away Shaq Leonard. Shaq, by the way, not Darius. Uh, I think that's what he wants to what he wants to be called now. But um, Shaq Leonard, I'm okay with trading away him or DeForest uh, for some picks because we've got a young team and we've got the potential to rebuild and we've got the potential to go up and you know potentially make the playoffs or Super Bowl if if we have the opportunity to build. And we can build over the next few years. So I think that you know the Nets are in a good position. I do want to tell you something. The the Nets and the um, Jazz, I think, are both in a good position. I also think the Suns made is smart bringing in KD um, with Chris Paul and right. DeAndre Ayton and uh, Devin Booker. Like you got a solid team there. Um, maybe the Lakers can do something with LeBron's last year or two. They have him on contract. Um, I do want to tell you something. I was listening to a podcast, and then after this, we can get to the bracket, which we're super excited about as well. But they were this guy was there's this guy, um, basic. Have you seen the movie Moneyball? Moneyball, what is it about? With uh, Brad Pitt, it's about the Oakland A's baseball changing their system. No, I have not. Basically, this mathematician, you know, there's a lot of analytics in sports now. Basically, there was like, hey, um, don't go for the big names. Go for the key players that can get you what you want. And based off their set, you need people on base to score points. So go for on base percentage. And they kind of broke it down that way. And the entire right. the entire game has changed towards that style. Well, this guy did the similar stuff when he was looking at football drafts, the NFL draft. And right. he was looking at the effectiveness of and obviously there's a risk factor that he applied as well and the amount of money you pay for a first round pick versus right. how much money you pay a second round pick and the likelihood of them being great and their effectiveness right and now we'll we watch teams pay, you know pay two or three second round picks for a first round you know early first round pick he's like right. it's not worth that he said i would actually argue every team should trade down Trade the way that number one pick for your five second rounders over the next two years, you can build a better team because they're not, it's not like the NBA draft where you have a massive drop off. There are good players in the second round. Brock Purdy was the last guy. There are good players all the way through. And now not everyone's going to be a superstar, but you can get a lot of guys. He said they've consulted with like five teams over the last five, six years, and no one has taken their advice. Everyone trades up. He also talks about he does these teams are uh, trading picks for next year to be able to draft early this year, and paying like when he calculated it, he's saying they're paying like one hundred and seventeen percent interest to be able to draft a player now rather than next year. You know, to trade yeah. up your pick now. He's like these billionaire owners did not get to be billionaires by borrowing at one hundred and seventeen percent interest. It makes no sense. This was Malcolm Gladwell. Right. He was talking about something else, but it was super interesting. I'm absolutely sure the Colts are going to 
do some stuff with that. They're going to trade up. They're going to try. Well, I don't even know. We'll figure out in the mock draft. I uh, guess in, in I, my opinion, if I'm the Colts, I'm like, if if I'm okay with CJ Shout and Bryce Young as a coin flip anyways, I don't worry about drafting up or trading up. I just take whichever one falls to me, and that way I don't have to give up more to go up, you know? Right. I think we'll figure uh, – we'll, we'll talk about that definitely when we do a, a mock draft podcast episode. Yes, and that'll be following the Super Bowl next week. Uh, we might can go ahead and be looking at that, so that'll be interesting. Do you want to do today's bra- dra- uh, the bra- bra- bracket? Yeah, I'm going to do today's bracket. That would be the best Pixar movie. We did do uh, Disney last week. Princess, so, yeah. Yeah, Pixar's now. Um, and the, uh, I've, I've seen a lot more and remember a lot more of these, I will say. Yes. Um, I also am prepared to go over to Wikipedia and all, off this list real quick to give us a refresher if we need it. Um, there are two that did not make it on our list. Did Luca make it on our list? Had you seen Luca? No. It, it's Luca. And it is uh, turning red, and no, 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 turning red, turning red. I saw. Oh yeah, okay. So it's Luca and Lightyear. It's Luca and Lightyear. We have not seen Luca or Lightyear, so we're not going to put them on the list. And from what I understand, um, if it was if it was better than some of these movies, I would have seen it because I would have been made to see it by someone. I used to babysit. We would have seen the movies, okay? Um, and I've not seen these. So other than that, everyone on the list is a Pixar film, um, according to Wikipedia's list. And yeah, I say we jump right in. We have eight that are getting a buy, so we'll talk about them next round. So if you don't hear them in the first round, you'll hear them in the second round. But this first one should go should go by fairly fast. It's going to go by real fast. Yeah, we have Onward versus Cars Three. Your just initial gut. We're we'll talk about him a little bit if we need to, but initial gut. What you got? Onward versus Cars Three. Un- initially, Onward. I, I love, love Onward. Onward. I love Onward. And I like the Cars series, but I feel like I watched Cars Three in theaters. Okay, I did too. Um, and it it didn't captivate me like Onward did. I think Onward wins yeah. this one. Uh, Cars Three was good. Uh, much better than Cars Two, but um. Oh, I got to hit start tournament. Uh, Cars 3 was good, much better than Cars 2, but it was not better than Onward. Onward is a good movie. Onward has a good soundtrack, too. Um, at least I think so. Uh, you click. Yep, I know. I'm going to – I'll fix it. You're good. The next is Coco versus Toy Story 4. Now, I'm trying – there's so many Toy Stories that I'm starting – they're all starting to run together. But, oh, Toy Story 4 was the one where Woody ends up running off with uh, – little bow peep at the end where they get to the carnival and stuff like that right um i heard i don't remember like anything about coco i know i watched it i don't remember anything about coco but i do know that people say that it is very very good coco is a great soundtrack coco is the one where um he goes into the kid goes into the spirit world and ends up talking to this guy um that doesn't want anything to do with him or something like that anyways they end up going around he's trying to help this guy out and this guy's trying to help him get out of the spirit world and all this and he finds out that guy is actually his great granddad i think it is um 
and the guy's his uh great grandmother had tore the picture hit the great granddad's picture out when he left but he was made to leave because of some reason um and so if the grandma dies without putting his picture out for their little celebration then his spirit will die forever in the spirit world so it's kind of sad kind of good they end up saving it it's all good so uh i I like coco better okay i'll do i'll defer that to you because both of these i just want to give you a refresher uh, so that's or not a big not a big memory for me so and i understand i did a terrible job at explaining coco so please don't come at me in the comments all right or do come at me please yeah Actually, I want you to. Um, next is Soul versus Inside Out. Very uh, fitting. You've not seen Soul, correct? Uh, I have not seen Soul, but I know the synopsis, and I've heard that it is amazing. Um, I have seen Soul. I'm trying to and, – and see, what's interesting is the fact that I watched Inside Out probably three or four years before Soul, and Inside Out's coming to my head immediately, and Soul is – I'm only seeing flashes, which in my mind I, means Inside Out's better. Yeah, I, I mean, I went to watch it, and I think I fell asleep. Inside Out? Or Soul? No, no, no. no. Soul. Soul. Okay, we'll go Inside Out. I went to watch it. I think I fell asleep. I think Inside Out is better. One of my favorite things is convincing our biology teachers that we could watch Inside Out because it was about the brain. So we could watch it in biology class. Right. Yeah, Inside Out was dope. I um, think that was the first time I watched that movie, actually. It was like the second time for me, but yeah, it was pretty early. The, the first time I watched Frozen was in um, our sixth grade teacher's class. Your homeroom teacher. Uh, that's the first time I watched, I watched Frozen. Sixth grade? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, it looks like we got a lot of sequels in this first set. Incredibles 2 versus Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3 is the one where they go to the daycare. And that bear that's tries to kill so... them. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibles 2. I wasn't actually the big of a fan. Uh, I wasn't that big of a fan, but I think Toy Story overstayed its welcome in my mind. Um, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like it should have been done after like, two? Yeah, I think it should have been done after two. Okay, uh, I disagree. I, I like Toy Story. I like Toy Story too. I think it should have been done after three. Um, or I would say maybe Toy Story 2 should have been made. Toy Story 3 was good. It was Toy, good. I, Toy I Story 3 it. was good. And I think it's better than Incredibles 2, unless you really want me to go Incredibles 2. Uh, I'm okay with going for, for Toy Story. They both kind of uh, – okay. I, I liked Incredibles 2. I was very, very excited when Incredibles 2 first came out because – Oh, I was too. It was, I watched Incredibles it, I watched was one of my favorites. Because I, Incredibles was incredible. Um, yeah. it, and it was good. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll defer to Toy Story. Um, turning red versus a bug's life. Have you ever seen a bug's life? I have seen a bug's life and I have seen turning red. I've not seen turning red, but a bug's life is second Pixar film ever made. And it is good. Every time I go back and watch it, I'm expecting it to be like, not as good as the first time I watched it, but it is good. Especially with the little side arc, um, when they do, when they have to get the carnival characters and stuff like that to save them. And that becomes like, it really makes the movie because it's not just the ants overcoming. Like they get the carnival characters right. to help. Um, to me, it's a bug's life. I haven't even seen Turning Red, but you you let me know. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go a bug's life too here. Um, most importantly, because I watched Turning Red and, and me and my girlfriend both watched it and we thought it was a pretty good movie. 
But now that I'm recalling it, I cannot remember the plot. Well, there you go. And if if I can't remember the plot, I don't think that it's that memorable. That's a good test. That's going to really help us with this uh, first round. Monsters University versus Toy Story 2. Wow. Uh, That's heavy. Did you like Monsters University? I did like Monsters University. Um, I don't think it was as good as Monsters, Inc., but I liked Monsters University. Uh, Toy Story 2, however, uh, was good. And the biggest thing I remember it for was a Disney Channel commercial with that guy that played Leo on Kicking It or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I know you were talking about. And he was like, Toy Story and Toy Story 2, second edition, first time on the blue, like right when Blu-ray was, was like getting big. I do not remember that, but I, I believe you. It was good. It was the, it was the guy from Kicking It and the girl from Dog with a Blog. And they, is that the one? Where, they is did the Toy Story together. Two where they go to the toy barn? Yes. Oh, it was called Leo's Little, Leo Little's Big Show. Was uh was what it was called on on Disney Channel. It was a commercial where they would talk about stuff and they did a rap about Toy Story. Um, but yes, Toy Story is where they went to the toy barn. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, but I I don't really have a strong opinion about this. Um. Uh, let's. I mean, did you like Monsters University? Yeah, I liked I, it. I'm gonna go Monsters University. I th- I like Monsters University. Toy Story Two is a lot of. Oh my god, Toy Story Two is good. My my thing is, I think what's gonna kill Toy Story Two is Toy Story still in this. I know Monsters Inc is still in this as well. But Monsters University is one of the better sequels in the Pixar franchise. I agree. So we'll go Monsters University. Um, that one has a controversy. Finding Dory versus The Good Dinosaur. I've not seen The Good Dinosaur. Finding Dory was okay, but every time I think about it, it's like, eh, that could have done a lot better. The um, Good Dinosaur is better. The Good Dinosaur is better? Hundo P. It, it's very, it's Let's very go. well made. We'll go. Um, um, my cousin, my little cousin loves dinosaurs. Uh, Cars 2 versus Brave. This one's easy for me. It's Brave. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Brave 2. Cars, Cars 2, two or not Brave 2. Cars yeah. 2 was awful. Cars 2, I don't hate it as much as everyone else did. Um, mainly because growing up, like, I loved like secret agent spy film type stuff, and that's kind of what it modeled after. But it definitely got lost, and and it was not yeah. a good follow up to Cars, which yeah, is why Cars it. Three was so great, is because it came back around to that original type story yeah. arc. The yeah. second round, the one that really matters, this is where we really start getting into the nitty gritty. But we're gonna try to move through it fast as well. I'm gonna start with let's start with Coco and Up. Uh, this isn't difficult at all. It's up. Yeah, um, in my mind, they're very similar. You haven't seen Coco, so we're going to go up. I don't think we're going to get a lot of hate for up because mo- everyone loves up. Even though I can't remember how that right. story ends. I just remember their encounter the talking dogs, and then I don't really remember much else. But I know the guy didn't have his wife, and that was sad, and that was, and they had the balloons. Um, right. The Incredibles versus Inside Out. Uh, I think it's The Incredibles. I think The Incredibles is one of the best Pixar movies, in my opinion. The Incredibles is so good. 
Um, great story arc. Great villain. Great villain. Um, Syndrome. Edna Mode and Frozone as kind of secondary characters were great. And this is Tiny this is the inverse of uh, right. The, this is the inverse of of some of the other ones I was talking about. I remember every detail of <laughs> the Incredibles. Yeah, yeah. And I, now part of that's because I watched it like at least once a week growing up. That and I watched The Bug's Life a lot too. But nevertheless, I watched that when I was growing up. So that was ten years ago. Um, right. And so The Incredibles moves on to beats Inside Out. Toy Story three versus Monsters. Inc. Toy Story Three um, is the one with Lotso. Um, it doesn't Monst- matter what Toy Story Three is. Monsters Inc. wins. You like Monsters Inc. Down. Okay. Hands I, like, down. I like Monsters yeah. Inc. a lot. Hey, I don't think it matters if Toy Story Three. Never mind. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So far, our three that had a buy up Incredibles Monsters Inc. If all went on, we have another one that has a buy right here. Cars had a buy. A Bug's Life is its competitor from the first round. Who do you got? Man, this was hard. I think I got. I think I got Cars. I loved Cars. It's a classic. A Bug's uh, Life is also a classic. Yes, A Bug's Life is a classic. But like Cars, just it's so memorable. It's so good. It's such a great story. Tomater. Tomater's dope. I I I'm telling you I like I am a big Bugs Life person. I like the ants. I like when the caterpillar turns into a butterfly with those little tiny wings. I like the ladybug that's like supposed to be like the bearded woman type person. Right. I, I think uh I like the cricket. I like the crickets like pounding uh like drinks in their little hive or whatever nest. <laughs> Um, right. At the bar before going and attacking the ants. Like, I love the movie. But Cars is good. Cars is a good story arc. Not as much racing in a race car movie as you would expect. But it was good. Right. Doc Hudson. Like. Yeah. You, you the Hudson cars? Hornet. I think it's Cars. I think it has okay. a better story overall. Uh, but A Bug's Life is very good. That's a very difficult one. All right. And now all the buys have still yeah. went on. Monsters University and Finding Nemo. This is the one where one of our buys might struggle. Finding Nemo. Talk about classic, but Monsters University is so good. Listen, this is going to be the most controversial. Never mind. I I said Monsters University is so good, and in my brain, I was thinking Monsters, Inc. The, The competitor is Monsters University. But in my mind, Finding Nemo is better. That's my opinion. I changed it. You, what was your controversial pick? Which is probably the. It's gonna be my my controversial pick. Yeah, I am not a huge fan of Finding Nemo. I'm not the biggest fan of Finding Nemo. Um, I think the story felt like really long to me. Um, it just didn't it's like there dad, was so much. It's going a single on. dad trying to get to his only son with a a disabled son with a I, I don't know how you would describe Dory in a human terms, but mentally challenged at at best. It's a single dad trying to get to his crippled son with a mentally challenged woman as his guide, and the only helpful people they run into 
are a mob of anchovies and a hippie turtle. And a shark. And a shark that almost eats him. I just, I feel like, like, and I'm okay with going Nemo for, for it being such a good classic. Um, my, my, my problem with it is I think it was, it felt too cluttered as a movie. So much went on. No, so the, much. The opposite. They're just literally traveling. It's like onward. It's literally onward. They're just, it's the same story arc, at least the same like theme where you got a prize and you're just documenting the journey on the way there. The only thing different is in Finding Nemo, we see a little bit of Nemo in the cage with them trying to help him escape. It doesn't feel cluttered though. He sets on this journey and we basically document the journey. That's how, that's like I'm, classic movie trope. I'm okay with going Nemo. It just felt a little cluttered to me watching it as a kid and, and even now. Um, who we got next? Wally and the Good Dinosaur. To me, never seen the Good Dinosaur, but it's so hard to beat Wally. Yeah, Wally, I think, beats this one. Wally is biggest, so good. I wasn't the biggest fan of Wally as a kid. Really? Um, I never really liked uh, I, I didn't like movies that felt empty, if that makes sense. And they don't talk a lot. I understand that. There's no talking, no dialogue, no, Answer, no there is di- There is dialogue because the people talk, but as, well, a, yeah, as a whole, like, as a whole, a no. Um, I will say this: when you have you watched Wally recently? Not recently, but but as an adult, I, I love Wally even more. Years. As adult, I love Wally even more. It's so simple. It's so good. It's a nice, very good social story. commentary. Yes, very, very good social, good social commentary. commentary. Way ahead of its time. Let's see. Wally was released in 2008. Maybe not way ahead of his time, but the we got two more in this first round. So far, our our ones with the first round by have passed on. We have Brave and Toy Story. It, it's Toy Story in my mind. I didn't watch Toy Story that many times. Okay, talk about memorable. But I still remember that kid, which I think his name was Sid, trying to steal the toys or mess with the toys or whatever. I remember the claw, like the little green alien saving them with the claw. Like, I remember all that. I remember them getting buzz and uh, Woody being upset. Yeah. And Brave was good. Brave, talk about cluttered. Brave felt cluttered. And maybe it's because I just had to watch a bear run around a castle for like an hour and a half. And that felt like just like bumbling and and ridiculous, but right. I hate that all of our buys won through. There's no Cinderella story, but uh, we do have one more at the top that I thought would be more difficult, so I saved it for last. But yeah, Toy Story wins this. The last opportunity for a buy to not get through. Now I think this is one of the best Pixar films of all time, but it's going up against one of the best recent Pixar films, Ratatouille versus Onward. I love Ratatouille. I said I love The Incredibles. The Incredibles is one I I watched growing up all the time, and it's still one of my favorite. If I see Ratatouille on television, there's a 50% chance I'm going to turn it on. I'm a big fan of Ratatouille. I don't think you can beat it. That might be a little little foreshadowing. (laughs) I, I don't think you can beat it here. Okay, Ratatouille versus Up. Next round. Whew. It's still Ratatouille. I love, I love Up, but 
I can tell you, I also don't remember how it ends, but I remember yeah. the super sad thing at the well, beginning. I know he flew his house, so the Boy Scout got caught with him, and then they get there, and there's those talking dogs. Oh, I do remember evil how it dude. ends. They get back, and the granddad goes to like the little boy's school or whatever. It's like a touching yeah. moment because he's like there for the kid. You're nah, right. Ratat- you're right. I do remember it. Ratatouille's better. The rats then run the restaurant. I think the I think the Ratatouille's better, but Up, it's very sad to see Up fall like this. Very sad. Um, I love Up. Was that a? Was I, that, I do remember that. Was moment. that an Up pun when you said Up fall like that? Like you should have said maybe. It'd been really sad to see Up's balloon burst. That would have been yeah. Beautiful. That would have been that would have been a little better. All right, what's next? The Incredibles versus Monsters Inc. Inc. The original versus the original Incredibles. I'll tell you what I think. I think Monsters Inc. wins this. I think the Incredibles wins this. Oh no! Okay, let's come back to it. Let's come back. We're not, okay, we'll come back to it because uh, the next one's gonna be easy. Because in my mind, Cars and Finding Nemo are very are both very good, and you don't like Finding Nemo. So cars. I think cars wins. Okay, easy. Cars moves on. Finding okay, Nemo. Wait, sorry. Tell you about it. I don't hate. I don't dislike Finding Nemo. Oh yeah, I, I definitely. Thought it was cluttered, and also at the very beginning, I put that label on you, hoping you wouldn't you wouldn't catch it, and people would be mad. I got so scared by the beginning scene as a kid, where the <laughs> barracuda eats the like eats the eggs and kills the mom. That was the scariest scene to me as a child. That one didn't scare me that much. Um, what we got next? Wally versus Toy Story. Whew, uh, Talk about controversial. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, Wally. I I, let's go, I Wally. I think I'm gonna go, Wally. I think Wally is great. Wally um, is so good, and Wall, like I said, Wally gets better the older you get because you're and, like. And I'll talk about this real quick. The breath. I'll talk about this real quick because I don't want to get into it because it's so deep. Um, have you seen the Pixar theory? No. Go on YouTube. As soon as we get off this, go look up the Pixar theory by Super Carlin Brothers. And it's it uses Easter eggs in every single Pixar movie and fits them into a timeline of like this earth. And they're all like, it, it's a theory that they're all connected um, and Wally is basically the end of the theory. Oh, like uh, all these universes are connect, all these worlds are connected. Yes. Okay. And they uh, they found a way to fit everything in there, and uh, and like like you see a bunch of stuff from from different movies, like the batteries inside Buzz Lightyear are from by and large from Wally. And, all right, you send that uh, to me. send that to me after we get off, and I'll watch it, and we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, the entire Pixar theory is essentially um, about this company that destroys the world. The Incredibles versus but, Monsters Inc. I let's I review. Love let's her. review. Sully, Mike Wazowski, really, really good. Randall, pretty good. Side Randall, character. good villain. Are there um, any good secondary characters that I'm not thinking about besides like the lunch lady type figure that does the? cleansing mike wazowski and she doesn't come in that much is there any good secondary characters uh boo is pretty good uh it's a cool concept right um like scream monsters make you scream so they can get energy in their world and laughs actually work better like that's a funny that's a like that's a cute storyline yeah 
Uh, uh, man. I want to look at The Incredibles. A family of superheroes where every last one of them is amazing. Even Jack, even uh, Jack, Jack, the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have great villain syndrome, and then you have great right. secondary characters in Edna Mode and Frozone. Um, right. In my mind, like it's a more complete story arc. We though we see the family go from very disconnected to growing together. Um, Sully and Mike were already kind of well. I know they had to learn to work together, but hmm. I'll say I'll say this: I think that they're very, very close in my mind. I'll mm-hmm. give it to the Incredibles, okay, only because they're not passing still, the next round. Well, no, still to this day, I I say, where is my super suit? I still say it to this day. Um, this is for so the greater good. Why. I am your wife. I'm the greatest good you're ever gonna get, dude. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. It, it's very. It's great very fight scene too. Great fight scene. Yeah. Great fight scene. Um, we'll get a bump down. Do cars versus Wally. Uh, it, it's very hard to beat Wally. And Wally is a surprise. Now I knew coming into this, I liked Wally. Wally, I get, that's why we put Wally in our eight first round buys. But Wally was like her se- my seventh choice. Like he's the seventh one I thought of. Like it wasn't like the classic. But the more, I mean, I'm telling you, as an adult, I've watched Wally twice in the last two years, and it is so good. And watched Cars once. I think Wally might be better. Lightning McQueen is a jerk for like 80% of that movie and almost right. unbearable, almost unbearable for 80% of that movie. Talk about spoiled rich I'm kids. Okay with giving this, I'm okay with giving this to, to Wally. I think Wally's a, a, a better story. Now, um, we're going to have a problem if, uh, in our final because we might, again, not be able to decide. Um, I want to do this first, though. We need to see who the final is going to be. Ratatouille versus The Incredibles. I say I want to do this first. We have to do this first. Yeah. It's Ratatouille, isn't it? Like, I know we I want to sit know. here and we want to have controversy. We want to have a lot of talk and debate because we are we are trying to make a podcast. But it's Ratatouille. I like The Incredibles, but yeah, I think Ratatouille. It's Ratatouille. Ratatouille is good. Like I said, Ratatouille is really good. Plus, I always like to cook. So watching that rat make that food was cool. Um, now, here's where I don't know. Ratatouille versus Wally. If you told me, I, hey, Pearson, come over, let's watch Ratatouille. And you said, hey, Pearson, come over, let's watch Wally. I would be equally excited for both. I, I've got my answer, and I've got a reason for my answer. All right, I would love to hear it. Help me make my mind up. I think it's Wally, and I think they're both great stories. I think you can compare them up, and they go punch for punch with each other. I think that they're great movies. Both of them have, you know, very good like moral stories. I think that the reason that Wally edges over is the social commentary that still makes me feel it today. Does Ratatouille? It still does, makes me. It, does Remy? Does Remy? Uh, 
overcoming an oppressive father who's stuck in his traditional ways um, to explore the world and create something new and then overcoming um, speciesism, speciesism to run a rest of like, does that, does that mean anything to you? Yeah, it's a very, it's a very good social commentary. However, the entire world right now is talking about climate change. The entire world now is talking about us literally destroying the planet that we live on. We're crumbling. And this movie shows us our future. This movie shows us what's going to happen if we can't change the, the, the way that the world is right now. It shows us how, how bad it can get. I'll tell you but this. it also shows us that a little bit of hope, a I little seed of hope goes yeah. a long way. I just remember the scene where the guy, the captain decides to return to Earth. And they right. get off that ship amidst that trashed planet with the most go-to attitude I've ever seen. Just like we're gonna we're gonna rock these United States or whatever, you know. We're gonna right. we're gonna we're gonna change this world. And I'm remembering that incredible scene. And I think you're right, despite the fact that I still think Ratatouille could easily, if anyone ever says it's the greatest Pixar movie of all time, I'm not even gonna disagree with them. But right. I do think you're right. I think Wally could easily have that same title. And so it says I am indifferent. Not indifferent in a way that I don't care who wins, but indifferent. I want both to win, and you think Wally's better. Wally can be the definitive Pixar best film out of uh, you know, with an asterisk that says we didn't watch Luca or Lightyear. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch Luca. I don't want to watch Lightyear. Um, I don't really care to. It, it doesn't interest me, um, but I will watch Luca. Uh, I've heard that Lightyear wasn't that good anyways, and I know the plot, uh, but I think, you know. It I think is. it's Wally. I think that's good. Dude, I've yeah. uh, So Wally will go after everybody else, and so, yeah. So Mulan. Mulan's moving on. I don't know if I made that clear earlier, but yeah, Mulan will go up there. Um, we've got nine competitors so far. We'll have to start really seriously talking about when we're going to do a tournament of champions. That'll probably take a whole episode. Man, I think – I. I think I want to do 32 teams. Definitely will take a whole episode. Yeah. I that I want it to fill up a whole episode and us be able to talk about all of these one by one. Uh, no, I want to do a 32 team bracket. I think 16 teams will do it, but uh, we'll have that conversation all there. Or maybe we'll have to do like like 16 teams – and then the winner of the 16 teams goes, like, yeah. if, if we do 16 teams for Because I'm thinking longevity, yeah. I guess. Anyways, we'll figure it out. Dude, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been great. Yeah, I'll love y'all. Y'all have a good Friday. I will. Yeah. yeah. I'll see you guys.